And we bike, we bike, we bike. All right, we're going to talk uh, some Ripperverse, some WGA strikes. Bro, plug your new channel, new pivot, new direction, new content. By all means, let everybody know where they can find you moving forward. All right, so uh, my channel, my new channel is called Stagehands In. If you need the asterisk, the asterisk is at Stagehands Motel 6. You can find it on Heavily Flawed Individuals channel which is in that blue asterisk. I'm also on Instagram. If you have like, uh, I want to say if you have like a request you want me to do, I'll research it when I have time to do it. And cause I have a lot of other topics that I'm doing. So I've been doing just that. Um, channel's been doing pretty well, man. Uh, I can't believe it. <laughs> like I can't believe it, but, uh, yeah, I just been researching the algorithm and doing all that stuff again. And I just, I mean, 135 ain't bad for two weeks, but I mean, as the algorithm just keeps on blowing up the channel, it's just like, dude, I can't even believe that. That's what's up. All right. So what brought us here today? Uh, two topics that, well, the, the main one we've been keeping our eye on is the uh, writer's strike. But Eric July, a.k.a. Uh, Ripperverse. Now, I have some thoughts, but let's get into the lawsuit and... um so you take it away, take it away, get us up to speed. So basically what's happening with uh, ISOMS or Eric July's company, I'm not saying that it is under fire, but it's been getting a lot of, you know, uh, some press with a lot of detractors, right? And with that being said, I would have to say that the ISOM character is being uh considered copyright infringement due to either the logo on his belt that would be number one or number two it would be that you know isom shares also a uh resemblance to like the international something something of ministries international school of ministry something like that yeah and that is what somebody has said about um isom and me personally i i mean look listen i support Ripperverse comics but i'm like okay can you please elaborate how the international school of ministry would you know have enough time to even want to you know take down somebody like like isom like why, why, why would you want to do that especially with like certain undertones of it i i personally don't understand so the the case well the uh is, i gotta pull up good shepherd ministries international versus july and ripper llc in the district court of california um basically it's trademark causes trademark infringement um so this for everyone that that wanted to know what it looks like this is it's a real lawsuit well in the beginning stages of it this is very similar to uh when wwe sued wwe which was the world wildlife or no the wwf the world wildlife federation sued the wwf at the time for the very mm -hmm. same trademark in, infringement and WWF lost and had to change it to WWE. Mm -hmm. Even though they're in two sparsely different industries that had nothing to do with each other, uh, WWE lost, or they lost that, that lawsuit. I'm not saying that's the case here, but trademarks is usually, you know, who gets the name first for the most part. Unlike a copyright, but a right, trademark yeah. is like, this is it, this is the end all be all. I, I don't know, it's too early to tell. Um, are you worried about him losing this case if it, if it goes that far, if they don't settle? I don't think he's going to lose the case so much. But, I mean, it's like there are people that I guess are detractors of him and are just like, well, they're they're um, saying that he is uh, – they're defaming him and he's defaming them and all this other stuff, right? And um, for me, I would just be like I think Eric is handling it nicely because he's not in the public eye so much you know, causing a stir, you know, like, cause most people would be like, Oh, I'm getting sued and I'm gonna cause a stir on my social media accounts. Nah, he's not doing that. So I don't think there's really much to worry about considering the fact that, you know, like, it, you know, he's handling this nicely. So I think, um, I think he might win this. There might be a, a slim chance where he might have to pay residuals to like the international school of ministry or something else like that. I mean, I, I he's going to have to have a good case. I would say. Yeah, um, going by his videos, he, he feels pretty confident. He says he, he's confident in his in his in his, uh, his lawyer, his, his his team, his firm, as most people would be. But um, let me ask you this: D 
did he bring this upon himself to a certain extent? Um, I think when you have a following like Eric does, when you have like when you're you know kind of in you're kind of I will say this okay as a black man I'm not gonna even hide it you you have a million dollars on your company right and everybody's looking at you to fail that's what like most of America wants to see a black man failing with a million dollar company that he crowd uh, he he crowd raised right because <laughs> most of what his company is is crowdfunding a lot of people just saying hey I, I want you know uh, a comic book that you are making and I believe in your comic book so I'm going to crowdfund this so basically you know his whole warehouse and everything else has been crowdfunded and has made residuals back I would say you know to a certain extent being a part of I would say you know uh, I would say the culture war because that that's another problem is that when you are an entertainer and you are also part of the 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 uh culture war type of scenario or you are affiliated with people that that do talk about the culture war that brings you into a light of okay which side are you on because you know there is a side of where you need to pick now back in the days of red sings the blues and me being a fence sitter everybody was like so where do you fall where do you stand and it's like well you you need to you know if you want certain types of money well you're gonna have to pick one or two sides I still I still sit on the fence with it. But um you know, for me I would say that um I guess he I'm not saying he had it coming but it was just like it was it was inevitable that this would happen. Uh, p- part of my, que- my 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 line of questioning is because um I'm rooting for him as well, but there's times I kind of wish he wouldn't he wouldn't be so brash about it. It's almost like you're rubbing your success in the face of just because you can and i'm like this never ends well for for the brothers it, they're, they're, i can't pick one instance where uh you know actions like that have led to long-term success to a certain extent yeah. uh, am i am i wrong in my assessment no 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 you, you you're definitely right on that assessment i i again wish eric july success but i think you know like okay you have a million dollars today and it's like dude that listen I would be very, very careful, okay, because that can go away within a day. Right. But I still have faith in him, okay. I will just say that, but because I know a lot of people would be like, "Oh, well, you, you, you just don't have, you, you don't have faith in uh, uh, Eric July." No, I do, but I also know that you are on two sides of a, you are on two sides of this, right? And, and as a, you know, as a black man, that is you know, starting his businesses, you know, doing his own thing as his own independent. I know where I know where this leads. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you have two sides of, of, of people whom you are messing with, right? Mm-hmm. You already have the white people. And I know it is that way. You have the white people that are already on the stick to the status quo side. And then you have those white people that are not a part. They don't want that anymore. Okay. But cross both of them and you're screwed. Okay. But I think the one thing that Eric July is doing well is that, well, he's not choosing his side at all. But also, I think what really needs to be toned down is, yeah, the 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 kind of bragging and gloating. But I would also say that although it is an inspiration and I'm glad that he's doing it, there also has to be this like line of like, OK, we got to be careful with what we're doing, with what we're saying and all this other stuff because that can come to bite people in the ass you know like like i mean that's just what i'm seeing i'm keeping up with it and again i just think that you know certain things that he's doing is i'm i'm I'm, yeah if i had a million dollars today i would be doing the same thing but it's kind of weird to me because i i didn't know he kind of got in the in the in the mud with as many people as he he normally does i was shocked you know like the the veto guy and the don guy like I guess oh, they're, yeah. All, yeah. they're all they're all sworn Vito. enemies. <laughs> I'm just Vito, like Vito and Vito and Dick Masterson yeah. have, have been like Dick Masterson during the the uh, what was it uh Doctor Phil days, bro? Like, bam! <laughs> it, it was weird. It almost reminds me of the guys down the street. Just how messy it is. I'm like, y'all acting like this oh, over here. <laughs> this is the but this is the thing. 
this is the thing, and I think he knows this, is that as a black man, it gets really messy when you start messing with white people. The, like, if you make a million dollars, white people look at that as a threat. Yes. Okay. And and we and you and I know this. This is why, like, when I say stuff, I don't like I don't be bragging about it. Like my my channel, my new channel, I don't be like on my other channel talking about it. I just be promoting the videos. That's it. Like I just tell people like, hey, come to my channel. That's that. And 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 you know, I've had a few, you know, people. I've been in the clouds. Some people are were cheering my demise of my channel, but I just never said anything about the new channel because if you check out the new channel with six videos, it's like, dude, how did you do this within two weeks? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I don't. I, complain i don't complain bitch and moan i don't brag about that because it mean i know i know exactly how this shit works yeah it's, it's a known fact that any type of black success offends those and offends deeply and quickly um i, I just it just feels like this is part of the par for course the attack uh, on upon him to punish him for him being successful not just him being successful but him bragging about being successful you can be you can still be stoic in your wins, but once again, if you go the, the Floyd Mayweather route, like you kind of rub it in people's faces, you're going to make a lot of enemies. I just wish he would tone that part of it down. You're winning. It's obvious you're winning. You don't have to say anything. We can see that you're winning. I, I just I just think, man, it's just like, bro, that's like... You're, you're, you know, well, they, they do say that money does change people. Yeah, yeah. Is, no. is that what we're seeing? I don't know. I, I want to have hope. I want to have faith that, you know... Uh, Eric, you know, Eric expands his success. I really do. I want him to invest in his success. I really, really do. But I, I just also kind of fear for that because I know that when you get a million dollars, you know, <laughs> I mean, we all know, we all, we all clean it. Yeah, yeah. Earn your, we're about to see where we earn your leisure. <laughs> I, oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not going to get started on that. I, I, yes. Everybody's going to be starting making pivots uh, real, real soon. Um, once again, I, I think, okay, five years from now, does Eric, I, I'm going to keep saying it, I think he sells. I think he sells. Because right now he is, he's filling a huge gap and a void in the comic book uh, market which is awesome. But once again, if he, if he takes enough market share from DC and Marvel, I think, you know, to, to those two behemoths coming after him in, in a business way, he, I don't think he would last long. I think he would have no choice but to sell. I mean, that is something in which I wouldn't want him to do. But considering, you know, how things are, you know, like with the writer strike and everything. And, and let's be clear here. The comic book industry is a, you know, niche industry, but it's mm -hmm. also a very small one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So not only that, in order to really start pissing off, you know, uh, DC and Marvel, you better make a movie, man. Okay. Like that's, that's where, that's where they really, you know, have a big problem with you. Comic books are one thing, you know, but also making movies and animation because he did excuse me he did come out with an uh, animation i liked it i liked it i like i like what i was seeing mm. also uh, uh i would also say that yeah he's gonna have to go into that route soon enough because you know dc and marvel still look at movies and you know doing like series as like a you know okay we're gonna knock on the door and try to you know get you to sell you know what i'm saying but here's the thing about you know independent artists that everybody and, and no matter what they say no matter what they whatever i don't care what people say i said if you're an independent artist and i've seen this happen way too many times people sell to hollywood a24 sold to hollywood they, they hey, listen they they were an independent uh uh they were an independent studio way before way them. before they were an independent studio killing Hollywood, but then they sold to Hollywood. With uh, the disaster movie, I forget, what was it? I, it was in the billions, right? Because The Room is a cult classic among many different people, me myself included. I love The Room with Tommy Wiseau. But Hollywood saw that as, okay, instead of just taking you down, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get you to buy. And guess what? Guess what A24 did? They sold. 
Yeah, same with uh, Blumhouse. Now Blumhouse is everywhere. They got the Fast Night, the Fast Night of uh, at, at Freddy's IP. They got their own IP with Megan. So let me ask you, with with Eric July creating his brand new, his own IP. IP is is everything in Hollywood at this point. If you don't have IP to sell or to create, you're not gonna have much uh, leg to stand on. With this brand new IP. Um, if he can hold it, uh, uh, some type of value for the next five years, once again, those checks, they cut big checks, man. Amazon's got big money. Netflix got big money. I, I just, there's, you'll never convince me he'll be independent after five years moving forward. If his IP has any type of value to it. Well, I mean, we also have to see about how Hollywood is in five years, because I would also say that you know, as a as a guy that, you know, kind of is in cahoots with Hollywood, but not really in Hollywood so much. But I do know people that are in it. Um, I would say that when it comes down to um, what's happening right now with with the you know writer strike and all this other stuff, and we'll get into that. Um, but I would say because Hollywood is like this. Um, I would say that. Hollywood itself will still keep going, but also to have, yeah, I would say, skin in the game, and not only that, to have stock in Hollywood. I mean, everything, I mean, it, it, Hollywood is no different than Wall Street. I think people need to kind of get it like that, right? Because the way that I think about it is that if you have stock in something, right, you don't want to sell it, or you don't want to give it a pink slip. But Hollywood is like its own wolf of Wall Street. But it's like, you know, you get they get, you know, they tell you we're going to give you this for that for, you know, your own IP. We'll take it on and do whatever we want with it. OK, that's usually how Hollywood works. But um, I would say like, all right, because everybody's talking about an independent resurgence. And as much as and as me as an independent, I would say I would love that. I truly would. I would truly love an independent resurgence. However, and I'm just keeping it a buck with all of you, I would say that not a lot of, okay, and I, I'm not trying to be like a, 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 a jackass about this. Not a lot of people are creative. That's just how, that's just the way it is. Not a lot of people are creatives. Really, they're not. Okay. Like if you, like if I were to tell you like, okay, some, somebody, you know, gave me um, their, their mixtape and I listened to it for at least 30 seconds. I took that shit out. I'm like, here, here's a bag. How did you think of it? I didn't care for it. So you're saying I'm not a creative? Yes. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, that, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but I'm just like you're trying to sell me something. No, we'll we'll give it a a, a verse and a uh, we'll give it a uh, a a verse and a, and a hook. If the hook doesn't grab it, it's like nah, nah. It's just like it's just like my videos. Yeah. It's literally just like my videos. Yeah. If th- if I can't sell something to you in the next 30 seconds, what, what, what are you watching my channel for? I agree. I agree. Uh, but, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, um, I, I could see it given, I, I could see Isom being given the, the invincible treatment over to Amazon. You know, I don't think they would necessarily just do whatever they wanted with it. I think they would take his input in seriously and, and do it justice. You know, um, I, I could see Amazon doing well with, with his. I just think he's gonna fill. He's he's filling a void. People are, are taking notice, and they're just waiting to see if he crash. If he, he'll crash and burn in the next couple of years, and if he holds, man, the check. I mean, how many zeros? Like, what do you want? You know, like I would say he'd be a fool to not do it, mm-hmm. because the stress on him and his team. Um, they're they're not a. They're not a, a corporate giant, you know, it's a bunch with a 10, 15, 20 employees. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? After four or five years, those guys, are, they're, they're going to burn out. You know, they don't, they're not necessarily a machine machine, but they're getting what they're getting done. But to compete, not even compete, but just to, I don't know, the wear and tear on it, on independence, it's, it's something different, man. The stress is well, different. Well, I mean, also talking as an independent, you know, a lot of people, go the union route. Like for me, I, I went the IATSE route, you know, like as an independent, you know, you got to deal with uh, either W4 or 1099. Right. And some people don't even want to give you W4 anyway. They want right. to give you 1099. Right. And 
if you're giving people 1099 contracts as a million dollar company, you might have a problem. All right. Because people want that W4. They want their residuals. They want their, you know, uh, they want their health, you know, pension. Like people don't say this, but um, there's a reason why the entertainment industry is a gig economy because you get a contract one day. And when that contract is up, that's it. You don't get paid for that much. Okay. The company still gets more of the residual, but you're not getting that. Okay. You're lucky enough to get a, you know, W4 so that when you go, you know, do your taxes, at least you get some form of, you know, ref, ref, uh, refund back. Right. But if you get a 1099, that's all theirs, unless you have a good accountant that knows what they're doing with 1099s and can get you that refund. Okay. Perfect segue. So let's, uh, get over to, to the creatives in, in Hollywood. Um, the, the bad guys made an offer and the good guys rejected. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> okay. The first rule in negotiating, you never take the first offer. So is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, no, that's fair to say, but all right. For how long? So you, you would have taken, I would have taken the offer me personally. Cause I, I saw what they offering. I saw it. Yeah. I'm like, you guys turn this down for what? Yeah, they pretty much got everything they were asking for. Right? And I'm sitting here like, so what? Now you're just trying to just pay. You want to get your leg back? Is, is that what it is at this point? Because I don't think the offer is going to get any better than what, what is at this point. I, I, but how, how do you see it? I see it as you have been on strike for 122 days. Ayachi has been out of work for months. Like local one is even struggling to keep people in keep people in check, right? Because I'm 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 grateful enough to you know have somebody you know call me up and say hey we need uh people to load in and load out for uh you know uh, two stadiums that I have to go to in the middle of September and then October I'm with Sephora. Um, I'm grateful for that, but it's TV season. You guys can't afford to be like, oh, well, you know, that this isn't good enough. They're even saying that, um, and I looked at the recent one, they're even saying that the government's now getting involved. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Do you see the government stepping in? I know Gavin Newsom's been chomping at the bit to get these guys at the negotiating table to kind of make him. This would be a good look for Gavin Newsom if he's able to have them sit down and, and fix the problem. Um, but what, what, what say you? Do you, do you see get, getting that far? I don't think so, because it's like, well, you know, who benefits from that? You know, who? I mean, again, Galvin Newsom, he, he's I mean, I don't know the politics of Hollywood, but if, if, if it's anything like New York, um, I don't think it's going to go as well as they think it would. Um, considering the fact that, you know, Hollywood is a billion trillion dollar industry, um, it's, it's worth, you know, people coming to the table now. And starting to make negotiations because as the, you know, the, the, uh, weather changes and the weather's changing over here in New Jersey, it's like, dude, people are going to work again and people are, uh, trying to have some form of entertainment. Now, now people, now people are weird. People are, and this is how I know people are dumb. Uh, and I'm not trying to be like a jackass about it, but I just know people are dumb. Um, so people are just like, I don't care about this, uh, the strike and i'm like okay cool uh do you go on streaming sites of any kind netflix hulu and i also pirate my stuff what do you watch oh i, I watch uh, japanese <laughs> stuff i watch uh i watch uh old shows so you're still you know so you're still uh still uh giving hollywood money right and i and they did blank stares all around i'm like okay this is how i know that you're dumb all right. This is how I know. And, and this is how I know, like, as much as I want an independent artist resurgence, I really, really, really do. It might not happen because the fact of the matter is, is that people are so I, I would say people are so comfortable to the point where they don't even know, like, how comfortable they really are. Right. 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 Like, like people will watch a rerun of something and be like, you know, I, I, I don't, I, listen, I, I don't like Hollywood, but I'm still going to watch this rerun and still give Hollywood money. You're comfortable. I'm like, that's fine with me. I'm cool with that. But I'm just saying like, okay, as an independent, I know how, how hard it is 
to start a business, to start a studio, to start a YouTube channel. I know how difficult that is, but I also know that I got to keep consistent. I got to also, you know, uh, I got to pay my people. Uh, I got another person that works on my thumbnails, so I'm grateful for that. Uh, I got to, you know, stay up day and night looking at all my research and all that stuff. It's definitely difficult being a creative, and I wish I would have a team with that. But I know that there's a lot of money that goes with that. And I would personally know that there, you know, people got bills to pay. So most people would then want to go the union route or the W4 route at, at least, you know, but um, I'm getting sidetracked. But the TV season is the biggest money grab for anybody, right? Considering like it's like YouTube. Think about it like YouTube. Stupid ad no. dollars, stupid Stup- ad dollars. But yeah. Add dollars down the drain. I mean, th- th- this would be a good time for people to start a YouTube channel. Okay, if you want to be on social media, I mean, start a YouTube channel or, you know, I, 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 what was it? Um, Stephen Colbert and all these other cats that don't have talk shows are now doing podcasts. And I think Jimmy Fallon was saying that he wanted to retire. Yeah, I was like, Jimmy Fallon, Colbert, they're doing like a three, a three to hard wave podcast. And it sucks. <laughs> They it's, only have like uh, six thousand in the box. I'm like Jimmy Fallon has like fifty million followers on IG. What are we doing here? <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on. He has fifty million followers via the via the corporations that he works for. True. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. You know, and, they, and, and they only pull six thousand in in that live, and I was just like, that's not good. That's not good. That's, that's not good at all. Because you know, without and and it's and it's to be you know to be quite transparent. If they did not have, you know, the the corporations, NBC, ABC, CBS, if they didn't have those companies, they would be like you and me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just just regular schmucks with with microphones doing podcasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we're we're already in September. We said October, November ish, and they're already projecting this thing will drag on into January, which I could still see that. I don't see this if they're already rejecting offers and the AMPTP is already offering what giving them offering what they want and they're already rejecting what they're asking for. So will they go back to the, to the drawing board another, what later on this month, possibly the first of October. You would have to, because it's like, you're suspending way too many movies that were supposed to come out. Like Deadpool three was supposed to come out. That's, That's another, yes. All the Disney plus shows that are put on hiatus right now, daredevil reborn indefinitely. Um, I, I don't think people realize how this is going to affect them until next year when all these movie dates, there are, well, there'll be, there will be no movies. <laughs> like the only yeah. ones that have guaranteed slots, uh, what is it? Shit, I don't even know. They've pushed, yeah, they pushed everything back for 2024. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anthony G says video games got hit too. Yeah. 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 They did. Yeah. I just, I looked at that too. Um, I think it was Activision, um, a few, uh, a few union houses that are gaming are that they got hit too. And, uh, I was like, yeah, man, because you know, you, you, they, they be working, you know, to the bone and all that other stuff. And I, I get it. Um, all around, it does not look good. <laughs> it really doesn't. What are your thoughts on Marvel's VX VFX team voting to unionize? Um, we'll see how long that lasts. So you don't take them serious. I mean, I'm not saying I don't take them seriously, but it's just more or less like, all right, all right, let's see. Disney's already a union house, and Marvel is semi a union house. Um, There are certain divisions that aren't union. But if we kind of do the math right now, why would you want to be a union right now? Like, why? What? What? What benefits do you see of being a union? Okay, good question. This is the best time you have. You'll never see the studios this week or this vulnerable not for a long time ever moving forward after this if you don't get it in now you'll never this is not you'll never see this opportunity again given all the horror stories we've heard with the vfx houses going through i i I read the story about the vfx company that did uh the tiger with the tiger cgi the life of pi they went out of business and they won an oscar Mm -hmm. and um so if if those disenfranchised workers don't get together now they will never have a better opportunity to ask at least to be for fair work working conditions like you'll never have this opportunity again the studios will never let this happen again 
they'll never be this weak and this vulnerable ever again. That true, true. And then I'm like, okay. Now people are now now they are threatening e, uh, AI, and I'm just like, well, AI at this point is dumb. You know, like it, the the intelligence of AI is not that good. I right? agree. It's not. It's you, not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 Netflix and all of them are saying, well, we're, we're, okay, we're gonna okay, you're gonna do this to us. All right, we're gonna hire uh, programmers for nine hundred thousand dollars a year to do AI. AI is not that good. Okay, Chat Chat GPT can't even make a good commercial. I've seen those commercials. Right. I'm like, dude, this is what you got. This is this is what you want to replace people with. I would say, I guess, in 20 years, people would have to fear that. And it's not just the entertainment industry. If you have if there is a kiosk, self-serving or anything else like that, you 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 will be. um, You better be in fear of it. okay? because like I said, it's not just the entertainment industry. It is, um, you know, the the supermarkets, Burger King, McDonald's. You got uh, all these other places that are saying, hey, look, you know, you got online education pushing teachers out of business. I mean, let's be clear here. You know, all yeah, all jobs and industries will be affected by AI, whether they like it or not. Let me ask you this. Is this the best time for creatives to, to prepare to submit and uh, or take the leap? Uh, in into Hollywood or into that creative that 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 industry, you have a better chance doing shit yourself. You really do. Like I, I mean, okay. So I was watching something not too long ago, and then and and, and, and uh, you got these college kids that are saying that they went to school for acting, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I don't know why the hell you would do that. Um, yeah, that's a. I'm like, bruh. Um, but they were saying, uh, you know, like my my dream of being a, a Hollywood actor. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I I personally would say like, OK, so you get in the SAG after. Right. You get into that union. But they will also tell you to, you know, hey, you want some money? Yeah. You know, like we need to do some AI work, some CGI work. And we need you, your body, your 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 IP, you know, your name in there. Right. You're going to take it. You got rent to pay. You got probably a grocery bill, a credit card you might be using. So it's like, you know, I would personally say yeah, as much me doing it, me being my own independent artist, you know, building my own from the ground up is, is a lot of money, is a lot of funding. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you want to, you know, I guess what you would say, you know, lick, you know, boot lick. Go right on ahead and do it. I, I don't personally care. Um, but I would say, you know, a lot of, you know, this this kind of strike. I would say this this type of strike kind of separates the boys from the men. <laughs> right. In a sense. Now, listen to me real quick. A lot of people would say that they are creatives to a certain extent. I do agree with that. Like these writers, I've 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 read a lot of scripts in my day. And I would say that most of these writers are not that creative. Right. They are creative to the standards of the company. Right. The company that hires them. So I can understand why, you know, that they would be hired to a certain extent of like an Eric July, you know, that that does it his own way and does it, you know, crowdfunding. Uh, Yeah, I would say that, you know, that it separates the boys from the men, but it's like who survives longer, you know, because everybody who is independent wants to go in the route of Hollywood. That's all. That's that's everybody. Kevin Samuels, when he was, you know, blowing up on YouTube, Hollywood knocked on his door. He even said that on Fresh and Fit. Hollywood knocked on his door and saw his analytics and said, hey, we'll give you our own TV show. That's what YouTube was made for, like back in the day. Right. Um, what was that kid's name? Uh, Fred, you know, the, the high-pitched Fred guy, you know, he, he, he had millions upon millions of subscribers, you know, with that high-pitched voice and screaming and shit. And guess what? He had his own channel. He had his own show on Nickelodeon. Everybody who wants to be an independent does it independently for quite some time up until the bills need to be paid. And then they go straight to Hollywood, you know, so, it, you know, happens that way. Uh, well, I agree. I have a little different take um, as far as writers. I think this would be the best time 
Because once this shit is over, they're going to snap up so much new material. They're going to stockpile. And shit may sit on the shelves for years. But knowing your thing is getting turned into a, a, a spec or something's getting specked out or first look, they're going to, they're going to, it's going to be a, a wave of new material just being bought, screenplays, just, just because to avoid this ever happening again. And I think as if you're a writer, screenplays, uh, whatever, I think this would be the best time, um, to, you know, register and get your, and submit your stuff, get cool with an agent if you can. Cause once this shit is over, it's going to be a free fall. They're going to start buying all types of, if the IP even sounds halfway decent, they're going to buy it up. You know? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, they yeah. They always do that. I, I just think that, um, yeah, what uh, Nick said. Yeah. Hollywood does not like competition. That's why, that's why they're a trillion dollar industry. Yeah. You know, they are, they are their own wall street. They don't want, they don't want you to be competition. Like what? Why would they want you to be competition? To yeah. What to what? A, yeah, know? get down to lay down, or you know, if you can't you can't beat us. You might as well join us. You know, and everybody, and I, I keep saying this, everybody wants to see their name in lights. Everybody, I don't. The majority of people want to see their name in lights. Those that are deemed creatives, um, nothing beats that man. Nothing, nothing says I'm signed to this and this. I'm signed to such and such. I'm represented by this and this. There's no more cachet grander than that you know that gives that's instant clout when you walk through the door you know yeah yeah well i mean th- that's just the thing that's why they're they're a-list b-list and c-list celebrities. right right you know what i'm saying like there are a-list b-list and c-list actors if you're an a-list actor you're in the oscars you're a part of uh you're a part of the grammys you're a part of all that stuff right you get you get more benefits than anybody else right multi-million dollar homes you a c-list actor you're lucky enough to do uh, uh, you're lucky to do uh, uh, CSI Miami. You know, lucky enough. Yeah, the working yeah. actors. I, 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 you know, it's funny. I don't knock the the reality stars. I don't because it's a check, and that's where they want to be. And mm-hmm. people are still wanting to watch this. I, I look at uh, what Lamira Plummer has done with Zeus Network. Right. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane, and he's doing his 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 model his his model with the uh, with the the with the actors whatever per se, and it's like a partnership, not so much a three sixty deal. So I learned a lot by listening to him how he how he does his way of dealing dealing with his people, and um, I think he's spot on. It's you know it's still ratchet, but it man listen. I mean, these I mean take a look at, I mean yeah. take a look at I'm sorry, but no, no. I mean like I mean great great example would be like Eric Andre, yeah. right? Let's 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 kind of let's kind of break down Eric oh Andre. Because that's going to be my next video, yeah. actually, okay. talking about Eric Andre. Um, Eric Andre did the Eric Andre show while he was a Geico caveman. That's he was right. he was one of the Geico cavemen before they stopped doing that. Talk about um, it. But also, he was doing uh, the Eric Andre show, like you know, like the, destroying shit and all that stuff from a, a an abandoned bodega in Brooklyn. And then uh, Mike Lazo, uh, you know, saw his uh, show and said, we'll give you full creative freedom. But here's the thing. Eric was doing all of the um, he was doing all of the video editing by himself. Right. Because he couldn't afford it. So he was recording it with all of his friends. And then he and he would do all of the other stuff before, you know, Mike Lazo gave him a budget and a team. And it's been there ever since. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I mean, Eric is Eric is talented enough to do it by himself, but I just think that Adult Swim is giving. It, 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 listen, William Street is giving money away. Okay, so yeah. that's what they do. Uh, uh, another case of point: people forget Issa Rae with Insecure. She started off as a YouTuber. People forget she was doing it on YouTube for years before HBO came cr- a crawling. Um, the one chick was well, she's actually a man, but she's a chick that dark skinned the Brit, the British chick. She mm-hmm. was YouTube for years before HBO came across, and she had multiple deals on the table. Um, so, yes, for those that want to be in front of the screen as well as do this doing the work behind the scenes, I think YouTube is the best platform to showcase that skill set because that it teaches you all aspects of production, pre, post, uh, you know, how to be in front of the camera, things of that nature. Once you get that, if they can see a semblance of that, okay, you get it. Let's give you a bigger platform. Let's get you some help, and yeah, they'll they'll come they'll come knocking. They'll come they'll come calling. 
Right. Yeah. That's just bit. That's just how it is. Right. People want to, you know, say I'm gonna be a creative, but uh, listen, I, I I wanted to be something else, but I knew like down the line I would have to be a creative at some point, and I guess that's how I did my bread and butter anyway. Um, but as I learned about the industry, you know, I, I just said that it, it is who you know. You know, if you're gonna rustle, if you're gonna rustle up feathers, that that is a big no no. You will get you will get blacklisted. Um, I mean, there are rules to this shit, man. And if you want to do it by yourself, trust me, I I commend it. But there is a reason why there are not so many um, independent artists and or independent artists sell quicker. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, looking at what Young Ripper has, you know, that's crowdfunded. I think that is just people, you know, uh, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but there is a market of, you know, there there is a culture, there is a counterculture to the culture war. And to that, you know, I would say like people want Hollywood to go down. It's never will. And even if it did, what would what would rise up in the ashes? Right. What would rise up in the ashes? Nothing. Okay. Let me ask. Okay. Because people are not as creative as they think. Oh, okay. Here's a question I have for you. If DC and Marvel had not been floundering the way they have been, does Ripperverse still do what it does? Um, I would say that there would be a little bit more, there would be a little bit more competition. Like, like Ripperverse would have to sell a product that would, um, have to then rustle the feathers of both Marvel and DC. You know, like I would say like, I is a good comic book. I would say that it, it has the potential to do better. Um, but I would say if I was like on, like if it really was traveling, if if Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or any of these anime or uh, like let's say Funimation wanted to pick it up and it started getting traction like that, um, yeah, there would be a problem, right? Because you know that 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 uh, a black man getting a Funimation deal or anything else like that—that should be ours. That's how DC and Marvel look at that. Okay, let me ask you this: Would he be better off prepping to do an animated? film uh, on his own at some point or how, or does he just stick to the comics and just and leave it at that no you gotta you gotta step into animation now do it now oh, okay do you think he will do so oh yeah no he he, he has is he been prepping doing. already oh yeah he's prepping it okay see now, now you have now you have to piss up now you have to because they see that the, the thing is is that you can make a comic book anybody can make a damn comic book I, i'm doing it right now um but animation itself like moving pictures that's that's where the real money is and if you can get a box office if you can get excuse me if you can get either a streaming service or a movie theater to play your you know your uh isom movie or animation show or something else like that and it gets close to around i want to say a hundred thousand views to almost a million views and it ranks in more ad revenue that's when they get that's when they get mad yeah there's a a few companies that help you get your uh stuff on the netflix on the streaming sites you go through them they're third party but they they help and make it easier for you to get it to do the encoding the 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 caption the closed captioning um every streaming site has its own type of encoding files they help you do that type of stuff so if he's able to go ahead and, and produce an animated film there's nobody to stop him from getting it on the streaming. Somebody's going to pick it up on a streaming site regardless. And I, right. I think once he does that, the clock starts ticking on when he sells the IP. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we shall see about that. I, 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 I think that if he can, you know, hold the, if he can hold his ground on how much money he ranks in, you know, I just think that I think he I think he's got it. I think he's got a chance, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, no. Nah. Uh, Nerd Roddick, yeah. They now nah, they've been pushing uh, Ripperverse pretty heavy, but also like Nerd Roddick is a part of that you know culture war type of discussion when it comes down to Hollywood. You know, I try to stay away from that because I've been a part of the culture war, and I understand I understand it enough to know that it is a symbiotic relationship. What I mean by that is. 
one can't live without the other as much as as much as they would love Hollywood to go down. There were there are two problems with that that sort of sentiment. Hollywood goes down, but what is neurotic without Hollywood? You know, it's good and evil. And I don't think people realize how much Hollywood impacts the cities that they that they film in the hotel industry, the Ubers, the Airbnbs, the eateries. And, you know, there's so many different industries. I know. know, Just. Yeah. Speak to that if you if you if you if you can. So uh, I so I used to work for a uh, I used to work for a scenic shop. And we needed to do an install for um, not Good Morning America, but a few other TV shows that were airing at that time. And to get us down there, it you know, that that required money. And I'm so glad that I didn't have to pay for it. Um, but the food, the food, the boarding, you know, I, I got to stay at the uh, at, at a good Marriott Hotel. Um, you know, what I was saying. <laughs> It was, you know, I, listen, I was on the company car, so I wasn't trying to do it big, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, that, that food make you fat, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, being on a company, listen, but you a good carpenter and you know what you're doing and you know how to install, they they will pay you. I mean, saying. there's a reason why the, the end credits are, are as long as they are. I mean, just look at the names and the industries it affects you know, outside of just filming and recording, there's a reason why those credits are as long as they are. I mean, they feed so many people. And, um, I just, I just, the average, I don't think the average American understands how important, how vital Hollywood is good or how you viewed it, you view it good or evil. Hollywood is needed and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I was, lo- I mean, prop shops are going down, uh, catering services are like, you know, st- trying to stay afloat, you know, uh, hotels are just like after touring, you know, like after the, you know, the tourists leave, you know, like who else is going to, you know, be in the hotels? Cause usually it'd be guys like me, you know, like I, I, I need to stay in a hotel for a few days. Oh, we, okay. Yeah. And they, they drop, I mean, they'd be dropping the prices down on me though, you know? Um, but it, it's just, I think people don't understand that, you know, you're you're asking for an economy to go down. Now, again, like I said, you are as much as you would want to destroy Hollywood, you are complacent with it. Right. Right after this, right after YouTube, you might turn this off. You might go on Netflix or some other place and watch, I don't know, Family Guy or something else like that. And you just be like, I'm going to go watch a rerun on what streaming service. Yeah, pick one. Yeah. You you are complacent. Do you have your own form of entertainment? No. Okay then. I'm going to go play video games. Voice actors. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm just sitting there like okay. So I'm just saying as to many people you are complacent. I'm sorry it it, it, it I'm not saying it as a as a I'm a jerk, I'm a jackass sort of thing. It is what it is. You know like Unless you came across, unless people today were to be as creative and create their own studios, number one, which they'll never do. Number two, create their own entertainment, which they'll never do. Number, it's like, and, and, and although we live in a time, day and age where you can, just because you can does not mean you should. I'm just saying. I agree. I agree. But I, I find it funny that everybody has a Hollywood right here and they, they just, yeah, that, yeah. you know, we, we all have a mini production, you know, post pre, you know, uh, in, in, in the palm of our hands, some of us choose to use it for, for its purposes, its full potential and others, not so much, you know, um, I, I, I yeah, I, and when I hear that the Hollywood must burn talk, it's like, you guys, you, you know how you sound crazy, like Hollywood, no, if Hollywood burns and then people forget that the, all the different investors that invest, the corporate investors that invest in these movies, it's not Hollywood. These studios don't cut a check. They get <laughs> corporate investors to, to fund the monies, you know, to, 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 for these movies. They have the investors. So it's a, it's a, that ties into Wall Street. That's a, that's a trickle-down effect nobody wants no, no part of if Hollywood ever goes down, which will yeah, never I, happen. But I, I'm just saying, like, you, you want Hollywood to go down, then I'll see you at Wall Street then. Yeah. I, will you will you occupy Wall Street? No. Yeah, Why? that work out for everybody. 
Are you are you scared of Wall Street? Yes, I'm scared of Wall Street. Why? You got assets in there? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always looking at people like, all right, so you guys are no different than like the liberals who like to talk about Occupy Wall Street. Okay. Well, let me ask you, um, do you feel the, uh, the content will be better once this strike is lifted? Do you feel that there will be better written scripts, better written, better told stories? Will we have more successions and, and House of Dragons type of uh, content that people like thoroughly enjoy? Or will we get more of the same She-Hulk per se? I would say one would hope. I would have hope. But we all know how this ends. <laughs> we all know how this ends. Oh, okay. So it depends on who's producing the content. Is it, it, it all depends on who's producing it. Okay. Because, it, it, well, here, here's the thing. Here's, and this is what I love about this, right? That people that love to talk about Hollywood burning, I'm like, okay, all right, Hollywood burns. And like I said, something has to rise out of the ashes of what was destroyed. Do you have a script today that I can read and be like, yeah, I would, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would watch this TV show. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Or maybe I do have a script. Okay. I read about a sentence or two sentences. I just uh, do this. I just say, all right, I'm done. I'm bored. You didn't read it. I I don't, I don't, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, they, they normally give you, I think it's 20 to 25 pages. If they don't, if it, if it doesn't catch them within that, they're going to they're gonna trash it or pass on. Pass, and, pass and, it's on. Not me, and again, this is not me being a dick. It's just me being honest with you. This is how the industry works. And I'm not thinking about it as like a Hollywood snob. I'm thinking about it as a businessman. I want something to sell. Okay, don't waste my time and my money. It, would, would you like it if I waste your time and your money on, on a project that wouldn't do well? No. No, um, like I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, when you think about the, the, the time, effort, and, and possibly money that goes into shows or movies or anything else like that, you, you have to think about like, all right, in 20 pages or less, how can I sell this to you? That that's why I, I'm glad you said that. That's why I hate when big YouTubers try to sell non YouTubers the pathway to become a great YouTuber. That's not the reality. And I hate that and that's another rant for another day. You just can't right, we can I can I can give you I can give you the I can give you the quick notes on that. All right, oh. so <laughs> I can give the quick notes on that. I had two different channels that not even including Red Sings the Blues in this one. I had two different channels. When the when YouTube was a baby, and those were, and this was when YouTube was easy. YouTube wasn't it, it wasn't you know you didn't have AdSense or anything else like that. Those those channels were ranking twenty thirty thousand subscribers without even trying, right? And all I did was just YouTube poops, which was easy views because people you know were were looking for that shit, right? But as YouTube got more corporate, then you couldn't do it anymore. Plus, Viacom got involved. So I created, you know, another channel, which got 5,000 subscribers. That channel got axed because of Viacom. Then I created, then two, three, four, five years later, I created Red Sings the Blues, which got over 8,000 subs. And then that channel got demonetized. And now I have this new channel, which I just do dedicate to nothing but the entertainment industry. 2,000, you know, two videos later, that shit's getting thousands of views and, and, and I'm still glad that, you know, people are subscribing to the channel, but it's just like, you know, as you, people think that it's easy being on YouTube, it really isn't. God, no, it's not, man. I wish more YouTubers spoke on the difficulties uh, of being a YouTuber. Like, that's why I said you can't package this up in the course and sell it to people and say, hey, all you guys buy this course, you all too can be like me. That's it does. No, because if that were the case, it'd be 50 of, of mini me's of you running around here with a hundred thousand chance. No, that's not how it works. Everybody's not special. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sorry to say that nobody's, I'm not special. <laughs> We're you know how many channels, listen, you know how many channels that I compete with, with 400, a hundred thousand subscribers. I'm just a 141 subscriber channel, but I, I'm picking up steam. Yeah. 
you know when you know when you know when I made it when they start knocking on my door or making videos about me, which has happened before with the last channel that I did, Red Sings the Blues. And guess what? That channel didn't get hundreds of thousands of subscribers, but I was able to get people with hundreds of thousands of subscribers to that channel. Yeah. As as crazy as that was. Like you're you we're competing like when they when they when I see somebody with two, three, four hundred thousand, they're like the top one tenth of the one percent. You know what I'm saying? Like there's fifty one million YouTube channels. And for us to get the numbers we get, that's better that you know what I'm saying? That's that's top twenty five, top twenty percent of YouTube. Just off those numbers alone. So we're just by the numbers alone, we're better than most. We're better than average. You know what I'm saying? And you know how hard it is to even get those numbers. No, everybody is not special. Everybody doesn't want to hear your story. You know, you don't look good on camera. There's just a whole bunch of shit that goes into this. And it, people make it seem like it's it, it's not a, a walk in the park. It is it's disrespectful. It really to, isn't. To, I, I'm, telling, I'm telling you, I'm I'm grateful for the people that's just that are subscribing to the new channel stagehands in i'm I'm very glad you're gonna like the content i got a new uh video coming out this week but even i know that i'm looking at my competition and how they're and how they're selling their products about the entertainment industry i need to sell it 10 times better than what they're doing but mm -hmm. not only that i copy them mm -hmm. okay how can i sell and how can i package my video to a point where people want to click on it now what was funny about the tsunami video and, I, and i'm i don't know i'm kind of rambling but what I found out about the tsunami video is that nobody really kind of did the um, like the actual history of tsunami. So I stayed up probably for it. I stayed up until probably two in the morning looking at everything tsunami and bringing it and breaking it down, like breaking it down bit by bit. But that's what I started to realize is that, OK, people can talk about that, but usually people talk about that and it takes them a while to do so. How can I do it in a week? Now, think about that. Now that's the marketing aspect that people don't talk about. So we have to figure out catchy titles, nice thumbnails, metadata. So that that's the marketing aspect of running your channel that no one talks about. You can't just teach this to people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because ugh, I, I get it, it. It's so disingenuous. Like it's, it's it's really disrespectful when you think you could just sell people on a dream and an idea. Yeah, you you should no, you should no, you can't. No, really. And I, I'm, I am one person to say don't uh, from a person that's been with five different bands uh, over the course of like two, three years. Don't. Yeah. OK, you will you will be immensely disappointed. You, you realize that one of my one of my uh, my guitarist that used to be in one of the, you know, uh, one of the top 10 bands in New Jersey dropped his dropped his band two years ago because of, of some really Sadie shit. And um, I was like, yeah. No, I know that. I, I kind of figure that, you know, but again, that band is disbanded and, and all other stuff. But like uh, Sigma Lifestyle says YouTube seems to be rewarding the vanilla content now. They are. They really are. Unfortunately, it's only because YouTube is saying that, OK, all this other stuff in which we are now responding. You can think fresh and fit, Sneeko. You know what I'm saying? Those types of people. I'm sorry. You want to go over Andy there? Go, go, all the go over there. Go over there. Go to those dudes across the street and make them like them, right? And say, you screwed up the bag for us, okay? You screwed up that bag. That That is your fault, okay? And I'm not trying. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm out of the, I'm out of the woodwork either, all right? But they have bigger numbers than me, so go over there and talk to them about that because <laughs> it was their fault. They were the ones that they were the ones that when the Supreme Court looked at Sneeko, you know, doing a salute and 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 making fun of the you know the the, the star people, did he get his channel axed? Uh, did uh, you know Myron doing all that other goofy shit? Did he get his demonetization? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Over there, and and thank them for that. And it's funny because I, I just got back. I, I was talking to my, my case manager and I said, you know, I, I told him, I said, it'd be nice if YouTube actually identified the, you know, the problem, problematic videos. He tells me, he says, well, I hear what you're saying, but YouTube is, does not tell creators how to edit their videos. 
I said, that's not what I asked. That's not what I said. But that's how they view it. So for them to tell you what's wrong with your content or which videos are a problem, they would consider that infringing upon your editing process of your channel. <laughs> they don't have that's just the funny part about YouTube. It's like, well, people can cheer that you are demonetized. And I'm not I wasn't listen, I was like, okay, there was a bit of shining fraud in me to be like, okay, it was a long time coming from fresh and fit. But then on top of that, it happened to me. You know? And it yeah. happened to me before it happened to them. So it was just like, all right, okay, then then I'll just pivot then. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. I close. Here's what I did. I watched this this guy who was talking about how to get remonetized on the channel. I closed my my AdSense on that Red Sings and Blues account. As the, listen, it's been demonetized and that account is closed. I'm not I'm not going to be doing that again because I there's already an ID on it, right? There's already a channel ID. It still gets views. It's kind of still gets subscribers for some apparent reason. Yeah. Even yeah. though I don't do content on the channel anymore. You know? Like it's just like, you know, it is what it is. It's cool. All right, brethren. I had you on for about an hour. Um, I ain't gonna keep that noise late over there. By all means, please plug your channel and uh, right. everybody can find you and all that good stuff. Uh well, I'm not on Red Sings the Blues anymore, and I guess that's a burner account. Uh, the new channel stage hands in. Uh, I talk about nothing but entertainment industry stuff, and I will do live streams. I, I mean, one of these days. Um, so uh, I guess when I reach a thousand subscribers and more than a thousand views, I'll start live streaming again. Um, but you know, I, I'm stage hands in is the new channel that I just talk about entertainment industry stuff. If you again, if you do have a request, if you want me to talk about a show or something else like that just hit me up on my business email stage hands in uh there is an instagram you can hit me up on there and uh, all that good stuff so with that being said i'm gonna call them red sings the blues but y'all can call them stage hands <laughs> stage hands <laughs> yeah, that's no, my new channel. yeah the, the, yes go sub to the new channel um by all me all that good stuff um so man my man thank you thank you bro for uh for chiming in definitely want to we, so we're looking at January for this this strike to be over, you think? Probably That's official, official, official. Probably. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll be keeping our ears to the street and keep you guys uh, abreast on 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 this. I, it, to me, it's a fascinating topic because it affects way more than people want to give it credit credit for, which is a shame because this thing, you know, people the people must be entertained. If they don't have proper entertainment, they go crazy. So. Oh yeah, that, of course. Well, yeah. I mean the the entertainment people people say they don't care but people do care because it's just like well i'm not entertained you know yeah. you say you don't you don't care i'm just like you're not entertained huh you're not that's entertained what it is. exactly mm -hmm. yeah that's what it is you don't have a show to put on you put on your own show and what's a good show watching people you know not pay their bills on time <laughs> i'm just saying I'm just saying i'm in that boat you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's what's up um all right, bro. I'm gonna let you get a body. I'm gonna get a body myself and right, man. go do this stuff, man. As always, thank you for coming through. Thank you, bro. No problem. Thank All you. Right, peace. All right, that was our Hollywood edition for tonight. I'm gonna get a body here because I was tired. Oh, okay. Saturday. Saturday, we're going to do the color purple watch party. Do you understand? Hear me. Saturday. Next Saturday, we're going to do the Color Purple Watch Party. I got to find out which, which streaming site it's on. And we're going to do that Saturday night. We're going to watch. Well, some of y'all can watch it with me. And then others can watch me watch the Color Purple. But that's what we're doing Saturday night. Color Purple Watch Party. We're going to just relive the, 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 the Mr. and Seely dysfunction and the Suge dysfunction all over again harpo dysfunction i think some of us need a reminder of the dysfunction so with that being said yes 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 indeed um i'm thinking um because i'm i'm two to three hours behind everybody so i'm thinking nine to ten p.m central or eastern which would be six or seven for me but 
as we progress throughout the week, I'll I'll set reminders. I'll even set um. I'll even set the the live off the YouTube because I'm gonna just stream it off straight YouTube, and we'll set it up, and I'll find out which streaming site it's on. But I'm think I'm thinking seven my time, which would be nine ten some of you guys' time. So, I'm it's gonna happen. I'm gonna do it. I've been saying it for the longest. We're gonna do the color purple watch party. We have to revisit the dysfunction. Steven Spielberg damn you and all those black people that brought us that dysfunction you know what i'm saying so that's what is it going to be on the wake up uh not sure i'm not sure but i'll keep everybody it'll be on this channel i'll keep everybody posted so that's what's up all right get out of here y'all have a good night peace